<sighs> I love building bots. So That's... how obvious, on a scale of 1 to 10, is everything that I did? I mean... <laughs> look at my... Look, I take out my sheet in front of you and I look at my notes and I say, I don't know, I'd say 6. Greetings, citizens, and welcome to episode 23 of Paranoia. Fight together, or die a clone. I don't have too much to say about this one, it's a direct continuation of the previous, in which we continue to find out more about the Itmam Club, and also why we're here, and more things that have yet to be discovered. Now, you might be asking, that's well and good, but will we be starting Mission 4 today? No. Uh, I think we've done some pretty good hardware stuff. Let's, let, you want to check out the software team? Something that I can't actually do? I look, yeah, all right, sure. Yeah. All right, so the people programming the combat, how are they doing? Uh, these people seem to be of a higher clearance level, perhaps because infrareds, there's plenty of infrareds who uh, do manual uh, metalworking stuff, but not so many who do programming and that sort of thing. So this is mostly uh, reds and a couple oranges. All right. Uh... And um, so there's a, there's a bot brain on the table, and there's a bunch of... There's a whole bunch of really shitty-looking mem cards scattered around, and um, there's uh, some uh, various diagnostic tools are hooked up to the bot brain that they have, and uh, people are people are looking at the, their PDCs, trying to uh, you know do a data search role to figure out uh, you know Google what they're supposed to do next. Uh, people are doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, pulling pulling cards in, putting cards out, putting cards into card reformatters. People are typing away, tapping away on consoles that they've set up. Yeah. Um. So how's it going here? Uh, everyone just looks at you and says, "Terrible, awful, bad, horrible." Oh no, that's not good. Uh, that's the problem. Well, apparently, since we don't have the regular combat parts, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter since we don't have the combat software anyway. But we can't program things for the combat hardware from the software because that guy's going to use a canister of toothpaste instead of a joint. So we need to find some other way for it to control it. Mm. I need to find what's... <sighs> hmm. And people keep changing what parts they want to use. Oh, that's a big problem. Who's the oversight of all this stuff? They shrug. <sighs> uh. Who's the highest clearance member here? Uh, there's several ties for orange. The only uh, yellow guy is in, the, is in the moderator chair. Are any of these orange bickering about who's in charge? Um, I don't think there are any that aren't. One of the main antagonists in the world of paranoia is bureaucracy. Sometimes this comes in the form of a aristocrat who is a much higher clearance level than you and whose orders cannot be contradicted. Sometimes it comes with very obscure paperwork that you're supposed to have filled out days ago that prevents you from doing what you're trying to do. Other times, it comes in the form of the Game Master absolutely refusing to give you a single source of a quest giver and you have to figure out what to do on your own. Those are truly the worst of times. Hmm. How many are there? This might be like four or five. Let's go with five. Alright, let me think. Hmm. Oh, this sounds sound weird. What would I have to roll to get the lay of someone? Like, get, see how confident I think they are at a gut feeling or a glance. I suppose you could. I suppose that could be Moxie. That could be Moxie. Moxie. Oh, I got a good Moxie. All right. I want to. I'm gonna roll Moxie, and I'm actually here so I can roll this myself. Uh, I want to see if I can figure out who's the most confident among these oranges. Okay. 
two successes, one failure. I can't roll no matter what I do. Hmm, you I, I think thought... that you are the most competent. Huh. Well, who's the next most competent? Because, you know, hubris is <laughs> damning. Um, you're not sure. Um, can I see who's the most confident? Yeah. Okay. Let's see if I also think it's Kyle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's you, Kyle. <laughs> What'd you roll, though? It's two votes. <laughs> Poorly. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. All right. <sighs> I, I don't even want to bother asking who they think is the most confident, because they're all just going to say me. You got the advantage of me saying that it's you. Hmm. I'm gonna gather up all the or try to gather up all the oranges. Uh, okay, that's not too hard to do. You get them all together. Are the oranges spaced out, or is there like nobody? Is are like they all on one team or what? Uh, I meant when I said that there's five. I meant in this fortress there are five. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I meant. I know, I know I meant, how to I meant the sub team. Like uh. Oh yeah, the they're on, They're not all in the software. I think yeah, I know right. how to handle this. I'm gonna pitch it to you because you're orange. You can talk to the people at these level, Kyle. Uh, hold on, I crumpl- hold on. Let me find a piece of paper. I don't have paper on hand anymore. Never mind. Just imagine I'm crumpling paper and looking at my sheet and saying, "Hmm, okay." okay. So, like these people, they all want to be in charge, right? Yeah. If we can convince them to like each person go and lead their own team, then uh, they'll all be in charge and they'll feel good about themselves, right? And yeah. that way, they can actually effectively communicate what the hell is going on, and they won't constantly be changing everything. I don't. Hmm. I assume like all the oranges are already the leaders of whatever team they're on, except for the teams with multiple oranges. I'm pretty the sure that are. all the oranges are on software right now. They're not. They're literally Three not. Three of them are. Oh. Three of them are. Hmm. I think the problem is we gotta get the other teams to communicate in between, so the software team knows to do it. There's gotta be oversight, you know. You know, why don't we act as an intermediary between teams so that we can uh, get the complaints to the most amount of people and try to fix problems? Oh yeah, let's just scatter up all the oranges and see what we can do from there. Yeah, we just need the list of our biggest issues, and we can try to solve them. Ideally, at the expense of the other team. Yeah. Okay. What the, the you want the biggest issues? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. What are the biggest issues? Me asking what the biggest issues are is not entirely rhetorical. I have a reasonable idea of what they are, but I don't have them on paper, and I need to put them on paper. In fact, I cut out a couple of minutes of me saying, "Hang on." hang on, hang on, because it's very boring to listen to. Now, you might be wondering, Gosts, you incompetent fuckwit, why don't you have things prepared before your session starts? You have every right to ask that, but you are wrong. You see, when this started, I didn't really know what they were planning to do when they got here. All that they told me was they want to join the fan club. And the only reason they're doing this is for, well, not their enjoyment of the show, to say the least. As far as I was concerned, it was quite possible they would start shooting up the place and interrogating people for information, kidnap some members, uh, maybe they would drive a car into the building. So I prepared a significant scenario in which the two robots were being built and a rivalry could ensue, but I didn't prepare every little bit of it because I honestly didn't think we would get this far. But sometimes the players surprise me and we actually go along with the original plot that I had in mind for a mission. This is, of course, very unusual, so I hope you can understand why I had to make a few things up on the fly. Biggest issue number one, although we do have enough various sources of power to power the bot, they are together far too big to fit inside the bot because we don't have anything as small and compact as the extremely advanced cores that a combat would normally be using. 
Okay. Um, one of the big problems was no metal impressor, but that's fixed, so that's nice. Um, there's a lot of arguments about what kind of weapons to equip this bot with, since they don't have access to anything it would normally have. Um, because it, it hasn't officially been stated, but presumably this is going to end with the two robots fighting each other. Mm. And the last issue is the bot brain is extremely treasonous, and nobody knows what it's doing. The bot brain? Wait, what do you mean the bot brain is extremely treasonous? Uh, it's absolutely crazy. This bot is absolutely batshit bonkers. <laughs> but it's the only it's the only bot brain that they have that has even close to enough mem card slots. This one has five mem card slots, which is fantastic. Look at lights. Um, or at least half decent. Uh, whereas hey, this might the, be other, odd. the other bot brains lying around have two or three, maybe. No, I don't think... Man, this isn't something I, I doubt we could even comprehend, but... Could you switch, like, the minds of bot brains? Or is that, like, um, way beyond my ability to comprehend? Could you switch the minds? Not really. I, yeah, I... I mean, think. hypothetically, you could, but the whole point is that you switch the brains, because that's much easier to do. You would need an extremely advanced facility to do that. And mm. also, they would also need to be very similar bot brains for it to work, otherwise it wouldn't work at all. I see. I mean, you could, but the whichever one is bigger would effectively get lobotomized by putting it into the small one, which is fucked up in several ways. Kill it. I don't think I can green stamp that. <sighs> uh, you can, I mean, I think Lights is really good at bot programming. Uh, he could probably figure out what's going on in there. You want to mess around I, with the bot brain? Would this be hacking, or is this actually just bot programming? There's many ways that you could try to go about it. Now let's try bot programming. That's the thing I'm really I, th I think, I think if you're a diagnostic, you might want to do bot programming first, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's see. You go over to someone who's working on the brain itself right now. Um, and you say, hey, can I try? And they say, yeah, I'm going to go get a can of BBB. And they leave. Because uh, apparently they're tired of dealing with this thing. All right. Um, so you, you have a, a fairly nice diagnostic terminal. I don't suppose... Either of you are carrying any diagnostic equipment for bots that would make this easier, would you? Um, no. No? I don't think so. Okay. Um, so, well, you, you have a, you have a half-decent little terminal uh, with a keyboard, a monitor, and a speaker for the bot to talk out of. Uh, let's see. Uh, it looks like there is, there is a... There are, there are a large variety of things that you can try to diagnose about a bot brain. Um, and it looks like according to the, what's been done on the terminal so far, most of those diagnoses are giving negative results, meaning that something's wrong with pretty much every part of this brain. Okay. Uh, uh should I just do my bot programming role to get a good basis of what I should start doing? Um, uh... Or is there a skill you'd rather have me use? Hmm. Do you have, do, you, do either of you have the treasonous skill... Semi-treasonous skill. I believe it's an unlikely skill. Jargon? Nope. No? Not this time. Not this time. Hmm. Okay. Uh, in that case, just go for your uh, bot programming. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's not... Well, that's... It's that's, that's close to being a good role, but not quite. Uh, let's see. So you decide to run uh, some of the diagnoses 
yourself again. Diagnoses, diagnostics. You decide to run some of the diagnostic tools again, uh, just to make sure everything is the same as the previous results. And it's not the same as the previous results, which is good, but they're still not positive, which is bad. Hmm. Uh, apparently it has uh, failed the Asimov check, which is very bad. Uh-oh. Hmm. Um, it has failed the mobility calibration, which is very bad. Uh, it has failed mem card calibration, which is very bad. What else has it failed? It has failed internal memory calibration, which is very bad. Uh, the list just kind of goes on. Uh, the lights on the bot brain uh, flash as you run these. And uh, the bot brain speaks to you and says... I see you are once again judging me. Let it be known that although I cannot see you, I am tracking your every move. Hmm. That's pretty impressive. Oh, he can't hear me. I need to type that into the terminal. I type it. Wow, that's impressive. Into the terminal. I have seen the void, and the void sees me, and through the void I see you. Is this like a metaphor or something? Are you typing that? Yeah. No. Literal. Hmm. I typed oh, yeah? Describe us. <laughs> type that. Well, like his hands are already on the keyboard. Do you type that over? Do you tell him to type that, or you type it over his shoulder, or what? <laughs> I type it over his shoulder. I just reach my hands around, and I type that. You are... humans. Yes. More accurately. Uh, is this one of those terminals where they can just easily print out every single command we've ever typed in? Um, probably not. It has a record of the most recent stuff, but doesn't extend back very far. Okay, yeah, that will be fine. You are citizens of Alpha Complex. Yes. How many of us are here right now? More than three. He's he's wrong. Don't tell him that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's talking about this whole room. You don't know. Hmm. <sighs> How many fingers am I holding up? Less than six. <laughs> okay, You're a smart you know, piece of shit, on. you know that? I'm going to type in, okay? How many were you holding up, Kyle? <laughs> I'm going to shoot God in the face. <laughs> what did uh, you want to say? What did you want to do next, Lance? I'm going to type in, hey, you'd like a body, right? Mm. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, people are a bit worried that you're scaring them and causing a bunch of warning lights. Uh, to be honest, I think the bigger problem is that all of his calibrations failed. He can't. The void is known to terrify. Um, but you know, if you could not talk about the void for a bit, um, then you can get a body, and then you can talk about the void, and you'll have a body to talk about the void with. I believe you are manipulating me psychologically. Well, it wouldn't work on you. That's for certain. Aren't all conversations just psychological manipulation? Stop typing stuff, Kyle. <laughs> you are correct. You have passed my test. I look uh, at lights smugly. <laughs> Is he saying that to you or me? <laughs> He's saying that in response to the text that was typed in just now, which is, isn't all conversation just psychological manipulation? Uh, so the only thing we really need to do to improve you is to get your, uh, I guess, drivers up and running. Uh, is that all right? Like, so you can have your arms actually do arm stuff, and your legs actually do leg stuff, and your uh, weapons do weapon stuff? You like that last part, don't you? I'll be receiving weapons. Quite possibly. 
Quite likely. Very well. I shall reveal to you the secrets of the void. Oh boy. I stare directly into it. Yeah, sure. This sounds good. Enter the command. Update three. <laughs> All right. I'm typing in the command. Update three. Nothing happens. Is there like a accent like on three? No Zalgo text anywhere? No. Okay. I think we fixed it. Can we, <laughs> Can we run our diagnostic now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's still all negatives. All right. What, type in variations update three, unless we already did that. I mean, uh, do I need to? Uh, did it work? No. Are you asking? Are you typing that? Yeah. No. Type it again. Update three. Again. Update three. Wait. <laughs> Try update four. Update four. Try update five. Update five. I think my memory banks are corrupted. All right. Okay, update quick question. six, six, six. <laughs> Enter. Doesn't do anything either, sorry. Quick uh, question, how old are you? Yes. <laughs> do you know what year of the computer you were built? No. Who's yeah, working on this bot brain? Banks are definitely corrupted. Um, how can, can we uncorrupt a bot brain? Uh, with a bot programming role, probably. All right, you want me to give that a whirl? Yeah. Uh, yeah let's, see, let's see your be your best <laughs> on a second. Let me see. Do I have any perversity points? Uh, I do. Let's see. I have perversity points. I've got the two that you gave me. Yeah, I'll spend two. Let's go. All right, I'm spending two. Kyle's spending two. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to open roll this because it's funny to me. That's unfortunate. Four successes, three failures. Well, it could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. I mean, you told me that failures are worth less than one success. Okay. Um, I will let you fix... I will let you... Uh, you, you, you feel that you would be able to uncorrupt one of the four sections that are returning negative. I that would be the Asimov check, the weapons check, the uh, mobility check, or the memory check. I think memory. I think if this thing knows, can remember. This will just open new doors, open new paths. I don't give a shit about the Asimov check. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the Asimov check either. <laughs> Bold statements. I mean, Listen. look, we're cool with it. So if it shoots everybody, and then he'll just give us a thumbs up like a school shooter. Like, you know, <laughs> chilling out with the one cool kid. Uh, yeah, memory sounds good. Just, to, okay. out of, just out of curiosity, how many times do we have to type in gibberish? Like, how many lines of gibberish would we need to type in to remove, uh, you know, the entire log of, you know, past inserts? I think that all those updates have done a pretty good job. 100? I, could do, I can usually type 100 in 100 seconds. Just type A and then enter and do that 100 times. Hey, ignore these next 100 A's. No, but not really. <laughs> not, not right now. Not yet. Not all yet. Right. Uh, let's see. So you fuck around. Uh, it takes you about, mm, I'm, I'm going to say like eight minutes of work to get, the, get that, get that uh, entire check completed. And then it says... I am enlightened. What update do you want now? Two. All right, <laughs> update two. Enter. Uh, there's a bunch of flashing green lights, and all of the checks now return okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh... First, I have to ask. Are you actually returning okay, or are you just pretending to return okay? I need to know, because once again, uh, you know, if you can't move your arms, and you can't move your legs... 
can't dance if you wanna, and then you're no friend of mine. I am completely incapable of manipulating the results of your diagnostic tool. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I think we did a great job. Thumbs up to everybody. In tabletop games, players don't like being tricked. It's not fun because it makes you feel stupid. Generally speaking, you play tabletop games to do things that you can't do in real life. And being stupid is something that everyone can do very easily. Now, does that mean you shouldn't trick your players? No. Especially in paranoia, tricking your players is very important. However, there's a certain level of trust that the players have to have in the Game Master. You are literally their eyes and ears. Something you don't have to be is their intuition. The way and the tone which the Voidbot, as we call him, has spoken just now, really indicates that he's probably not being completely honest here. Generally, if a character is lying, I try to make it obvious that they're lying, as long as it fulfills a particular condition. The players figuring out that this person is lying doesn't ruin the mission. For example, in any of the previous missions I've run, or any paranoia missions you know of, or any games you've ever been in or heard of where there's a mystery going on and there's somebody who's not telling the truth, if the secret bad guy were to just be an obvious liar, it would kind of ruin the whole game. So I'm just going to have to trust that my players will forgive me for tricking them in those circumstances. If the character who's lying is a obstacle to the players in a literal sense of they need to get past this in order to progress, then I'll make it obvious on the condition that they can't prove it. They'll know that he's lying, but they need to find out a way to prove it. That condition doesn't apply, however, if the lie is just funny. Now, back to where we are in the story, the players basically have two options. I mean, I'm sure that you could come up with more if you wanted to, but essentially, they can choose to believe the lie, or they can choose to not believe the lie. And believing the lie seems stupid, but sometimes your characters want to believe a lie, if it's convenient for them, or if it helps them in some way. Does completing a robot that is potentially dangerous and crazy help our players? No. Could it be beneficial to them in some way? Not really. Uh, uh, I'll get back to you on that. I think I need to revise my reasons that players are willing to believe a lie. <sighs> Listen, I'm just letting you know. There's uh, not a team of humans. Now. That guy's going to come back with his bouncy ball leverage any day now. Oh yeah, ignore these next oh, ones. he's back. Uh, he's just he's just sipping it and uh, sitting. Ah, okay, you well. know what? I like you know I've tried the diagnostic tool like a bunch of shit. You know what? He's not even gonna check our logs. Let's just tell him, hey, we fixed it all. No, I still think we should press the next one hundred days. Okay. <laughs> I, okay I well, that's what fixed it. I'll tell the bot, hey, ignore these next one hundred day presses. Very well. All right. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know how to play this off. I'm gonna get that guy to sipping. All right. Uh, we fixed it. Wow, really? Yeah. Uh, what part did you fix? I think everything. Uh, I ran the diagnostic and there's no longer any fails. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, it is. No, I mean, that's literally incredible. Like, I do not find that credible. Try. <laughs> <laughs> all right, he comes over and he runs it again and they all come back green. And he says, huh, wow. I gave him uh, the same smug face I game lights. I mean, I guess it is working.
All right, so now we just need to get our weapon system and power systems, and I think our bot will be ready to go. Hey, wait, quick question. I asked the bot, what kind of weapons are you best with? That would depend on what mem cards I am equipped with, which is currently nothing. Hey, okay. what mem cards do we have? Mm. Do you have a hand weapons mem card? Uh, uh, yes. All right, I can work uh, with there, that. <laughs> okay, uh, there's a hand weapons uh, five. There is a interrogation two. There is a disguise one. <laughs> disguise there one. There is a medical one, and there is a nuclear engineering two. Is one like the amount of skill it has, or? Yes, that would be the number of dice it would roll. Wow, these mem cards are shit. Hey man, this um, is a a club for a show about robots. This isn't a robot factory. Um, the guy that's on the terminal, I assume he's still looking at the diagnostics to, like, just try to figure out what we did. I look up the nearest, uh, robot factory. He's still messing around with it, yeah. Uh, can just I look give up him... the nearest robot factory? Can I give yeah, him a nearest robot factory? And... Or, sorry. Too far. Too far. <laughs> Alright, well. Uh, can I give yeah. that guy a salute and a nice servos? Uh, okay. He says, this isn't a servo, this is a diagnostic tool. Oh, sorry, I was talking to somebody else. Okay. Just... Mm-hmm. I like to make a giant robot-sized pickaxe. Out of what? I don't know. What's here? Hmm. Um. Well, there are a lot of metal beams and bars. Perfect. Uh, can uh, I go? Oh, sorry. I'm not sure how you would get the end of one to be sharp. Hmm. Or to have the curve of a pickaxe. You can make a giant letter T. <laughs> would you like to create a giant metal letter T? Yeah, it's a start. Okay. Um. You could make a mechanical engineering for that, or you could make some other roles that you might be able to make. Uh, yeah. I'm going to make some other roles that I might be able to make. Uh, two successes, but no failures. All right. Um, fortunately, what you're trying to do is exceptionally easy. So, so you managed to create a giant metal letter T. Okay. Are they done with the metal press yet? Um, it's being passed all over the place. Um, can I go to the arm team? I want to ask them a couple of things. Sure. Oh, hey. Um, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. So uh, I've recently come here from uh, Sector ZYR, and I've been told that I need to find contacts to uh, you know, learn what we're doing in this sector. I'm kind of like a fix-it guy. Uh, do you have anybody that I should talk to about that? I was told to meet a guy named Sparks, but I haven't you know, seen or heard anything from him. Uh, hmm. Give me a second. I need to think about that. Alright, let's see. It's been about half a year since I recorded this first part of my explanation, so uh, bear with me if I get some of the details wrong. But about 20 episodes ago, I introduced a concept to you called Lightbulbian Diplomacy. This is when Lights does diplomacy while knowing absolutely nothing about the situation, his only weapon being his ability to make things up faster than his opponent can figure them out. That's what's happening right now. There is no person named Sparks. This is all nonsense. So, of course, I am left trying to figure out what would make the most sense. And what did I decide? Well, if you're in a society called Protec and you have a couple, I don't know, million members, there's probably somebody with the codename Sparks. Lights is therefore going to have to continue his lightbulbian diplomacy all the way to the top, or until wherever he finds a way to break this off, or until he dies. Uh, yeah, one of them says, oh yeah. Uh, I know Sparks, he's that guy, and he points to another guy in the opposite team, and he says, you might have to talk to him after 
we finish this. I don't think they would want to talk right now. Yeah, okay. I still go up to light bulbs here and says, I think maybe we don't want to start a bloodshed massacre. Uh, but I'm down. The clown. You know, I'm down the clown, too. Uh, we can All talk right. to him later. He'll understand. You know, sometimes things get heated. Hmm. I think to myself about that. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's see. So the only real problem left is energy. Okay. Energy. Ah! So let's see. We got just a bunch of tiny batteries, and we need them to be one powerful tiny battery. No, the problem is we don't have enough space for them. Yeah, well, I mean, there's you have lots and lots of really shitty batteries, and if you combine them all, you have enough power, but... Um, hmm. What about the what about the battery in the uh, press? Is that a good battery? Certainly better than. Um, well, that would reduce some space problem. Yeah, uh, you would need, need uh, you would need more than just that though. Hmm. What else do we have in here? Let's see. <sighs> who owns this building right now? Like, who, who? What clearance level is this entire building? This building? Yeah. Well, it's just infrared clearance. I mean, anyone can come in here. Where's this generator? For the building? Yeah. I don't think that'll fit in the combat. Um, well, I'm sure there's some. on the electrical grid. I'm sure it's, it's, it, I don't think this building specifically has a generator. I think that there's probably an electrical generator the size of, you know, several houses somewhere in the sector. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? You want to go get it? <laughs> no, I, I'm just thinking, like, would this would a building have, like, a storage cells, you know, electrical. How bad of an idea would it be to, like, overcharge these batteries by just plugging them directly into the electrical grid, and then pulling them out when they start shaking? <laughs> Incredibly bad. That that wouldn't, that, like, you, you, do you have, um, what's your electronic engineering? I think it's base, but let me check. Okay, as long as it's not one, you know that that was a, would be a terrible idea. If it's one, then you think that's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Ah, uh, all right. Hmm. Uh, what else do we have here? What about the like? What about the parts getting run? I assume that's all just junk and meaningless and worthless and pointless. The junk being thrown between each other. Yeah, it's any parts that people don't want. They're just trying to give each other concussion. Hmm. I mean, I'm thinking. I'm thinking hard. What if we daisy chain batteries and it goes out of the robot and then we disguise it with like a big cape under behind on the back? <laughs> At that point, I think I should just make another casing for it. I mean, you could just make it have, like, a giant thing sticking out of it somewhere that has more batteries in it. But where? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, if we did that, probably best between, like, in the back torso, lower torso, but there's gotta be something around here we can use. Like, how just how shitty are these batteries? Like, how... Like, are they... So bad. Like, super, like, literally just 9-volt batteries. If I just, like... Yeah, it's just clusters and clusters of, like, flashlights, if I just, batteries, and... I just and, the, light, the lights, could I get their batteries? The lights? Hmm, what kind of lights are these? Are, like, uh... In this room? Yeah. They don't have batteries, they're ceiling lights. Alright. Oh, boy, what kind of... <sighs> hmm. <sighs> what about... I don't want to give this bot any of my bot parts for several reasons. That's understandable. I want to win, but I don't want to win it at our team's expense. Yeah. Hmm. It seems like the most reasonable option presented to us is to make another casing. I mean, unless we can figure out where we can steal a better battery. 
I mean, we could probably steal better battery from uh, the other team just because of how this thing works. They are retrofitting. They might have a combat... Well, not a combat battery, but they're... Well, I mean, huh. it's just a power core. I certainly really won't nice be able to feel my core. face over there ever again. I love hmm. the trailer after all. What, what's near these buildings? Mm, more clubhouses. Like I said, this is a club district. Club district. Hobby district. Mm, is, is there an electrical power hobby district? Uh, you walk out and you look at the you look at the signs posted around, but you don't see anything that says battery club. You're not even sure if that's a thing. <laughs> there's some oddly specific clubs in Alpha Complex, but mm, I don't suppose there's any clubs that look like they could help me. Mm, there is an energy weapons club. Um, I think you guys may remember a previous campaign where you attempted to use uh, laser I kind of remember as that. batteries. I kind of do remember that. I feel like that's a terrible idea. I'm not quite you sure. Didn't, how... You didn't die. I don't quite remember how that worked out, though. It did work out very poorly. <laughs> but it, it did keep you alive for a period of time. Didn't we use it to power a car or something? I uh, used it to power the hovercraft that you used to escape the exploding research facility. Yeah. <sighs> I think the problem is that we want less batteries so that it can be less exposed. Uh, and even if it's, but if, if, if they hit the battery pack that's made of laser barrels, uh, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, wouldn't they mutually assert destruction? I don't know. I guess I could probably make a somewhat decent casing for batteries. Or we could just get a bunch of laser pistols. Barrels. Laser barrels, really. What do you think? Um, I honestly think the case is a better idea. Yeah, alright, I guess we're just making a casing. Hmm. Alright, uh, give me a, a roll to craft a casing. <laughs> oh shit, I failed it. Uh, you have made... Nothing. A triangle. Sorry, what is this? Uh, he was trying to make... So no, I mean, extra what, casing. What, what kind of roll is this? Uh, you could do a uh, mechanical engineering. No. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I'm an idiot savant. Oh, by all means. Wow, you really are an idiot you savant. You really are. Three successes, one failure. All right. <sighs> why don't? Why do I bother putting points into things, Goss? Tell me. I don't know. I don't know, Kyle. I don't know why you bother putting points into things. Um. Okay, so basically the combat's going to have a giant backpack that's just got more batteries in it. <sighs> Alright, I want to keep working on my T. I assume people, most people are mostly done with the metal press, right? Yeah, um, oh. I, think we can, I think we can fast forward a little bit now. Unless you have something else you wanted to do. Yeah, I just want fi- to finish, finish up this giant pickaxe. War axe. Well, how War are you going to do that? With the metal press, I'll just, you know, cut bits out. Alright, and then I'll right. make one end sharp or both ends sharp. Um, one end sharp. And then I'll just, uh, you know, buff it out. You know, whetstone it. Whetstone it or something. Just like that Japanese knife guy. Exactly. Just like that Japanese knife guy. So, um, after all your hard work, and everyone else's hard work too, of course, uh, you have just this horrible, shitty robot. (laughs) It, like, if you, if you were a hundred feet away and you squinted, you would be like, oh yeah, that's a combat. But if you got any closer, you'd be like, this doesn't look like a combat at all. Um, it has the general size of a combat. It's got the big shoulder plates. 
it's got the the heavy legs and uh big torso and the small head but um yeah it's it's not it's not quite right not quite um, right well how's the other guys looking the other the other one it looks kind of like a combat um but like uh, imagine a really like it's it's the robot equivalent of like a really big beefy guy who has like tiny hands <laughs> because they had to take out all the like cool parts all the cool weapon systems and replace them with thinky stuff okay you know <laughs> i like our odds all right got five and a hand weapons we got a giant pickaxe made for uh, swinging down on something that's heavily armored I know how medieval warfare works, I say, looking around. All right, so your robot stands up. Also, I walk away really quickly. Yeah, I'm going to go in the back of the crowd. Uh, your robot stands up and uh, looks around and says, Bring me a tool of destruction. <laughs> Give him the pickaxe. I walk you up. and three other people lift up the heavy metal giant T pickaxe, and he takes it. Uh, and everyone, everyone, uh, goes to the moderator and says, make him fight, make him fight, make him fight. The moderator sighs. You know, you have no reason to says, make All right. He says, all right, robots. I order you to non-lethally engage in combat to see who is the superior combatant. <sighs> all right. I use the crowd as cover. All right. Uh, the the robots. not going to kill that many people. The robots lift their legs over the table barricades and climb over and then head into the center of the room. Lights, you know we're not like in a troubleshooting. Like, these are just fucking losers with no weapons or guns. Except yeah. maybe that yellow. That yellow might have guns. He's got a, he's got a giant hammer, right? He's got a I hammer. I don't think the yellow has a hammer. I don't think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> you gonna explain that idea to me? I don't think I need to explain the mod having a giant hammer. Alright, yeah, okay. Okay, anyways. Uh, the robots approach each other. The other team's robot immediately starts firing. Um, it's holding like, it's holding like, it's like a, you know, it's a nine foot tall robot, but it's holding a human sized little laser pistol on <laughs> its hand because it can't have anything else. Oh, wow. And it, uh, it starts firing it at, uh, your robot. Uh, and it, it just doesn't do anything. Like, <laughs> it makes scorch marks on the metal, but like, it's not happening. Maybe if it was shooting the uh, thinner non-armor plate in the back where all the batteries are, something bad would happen. But uh, fortunately, it's walking. They're walking towards each other and not uh, away from each other. So that guy's a melee bot. He should never get hit in the back. Uh, so uh, your bot robot walks forwards. Uh, let's see. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and roll for him. No, oh, no. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, he gets two successes and no failures, and. Hitting this guy is slightly easier than hitting a person would be. So that's that's gonna be a success. He just he takes the giant letter T with a pointy end, and he just lifts it up and he just swings it down and just impales one of the guy's shoulders. Uh, and the other robot just kind of looks at his impaled shoulder, but it doesn't really impede him very much. And he just keeps shooting with the <laughs> with the other arm. Uh, let's see. And then uh, your team's robot is just gonna slap the laser pistol out of his hand, and then they're gonna start punching each other. Uh, let's Here. see. After this goes on for a while, uh, eventually your robot pulls the letter T out of the guy's shoulder, uh, and he just starts hitting him with the blunt end a couple times. Uh, and then when the enemy combat is stunned for long enough, 
he goes over and picks up one of the tables and slams it over him like a wrestler slamming a chair. Yeah! Around the wrestler. Yeah! Yeah! And the combat falls over. And everyone on your team cheers and everyone on the other team boos. And somebody jumps up and says, that's not how combats are supposed to fight. You didn't do it right. Hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure combat's defined by its uh, combat ability. Is that not correct? Uh, he says, combats don't fight with giant whatever that is. They do if they're anti-combat they combats. That's not a thing. Yes, it is. It's above your clearance level. Wait, what clearance level is he? What clearance level uh, is he? He's red. <laughs> I, I so maybe. He says, no, it's not. Oh, you sweet summer child. You know what's above your clean someone what's not, I say? I know, there's oranges on our team. Back me up. <laughs> oranges on our team. Back us up. Uh, all the oranges start backing each other up uh, against the other team. Uh, and the moderator just pulls up his megaphone and says, Shut up. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, and the moderator says, Given the fact that none of us are using actual combat equipment, I will allow the weapon. He says, looking at the weapon. (laughs) Sounds great. However, I will not allow table slamming because these tables are rental along with the building. I'm going to have to pay for that. That's coming out of your membership fees. (laughs) And everyone boos. Oh. (laughs) Uh, How much can a table cost? I don't know. What, 100 creds? 50 creds? Maybe 50 or 100. It's a big table. Mm. And someone's got to clean it up, too. Yeah, but being a janitor is a thankless job, and no one ever cares. And you have to clean up regardless of whether or not it's dirty. Alright, well, it looks like the club meeting uh, is wrapping up now. Alright. What do you want to do? It's time to approach that guy, identified as Sparks. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, is, he looks pretty normal, but he's wearing uh, really cool 3D glasses. Yeah, I'm going to give him a salute and a nice servos. He salutes you and he says, nice servos. <clears throat> hey, so uh, I was told to talk to you about uh, getting the dealio. The dealio? Yeah. Uh, I'm new to this like area of Alpha Complex, and I was told I needed to touch base with a uh, guy in charge here. And that's you, right? Yeah, I guess you could say that. No, he really couldn't say that. Remember, this is just a random member of Protech. He has nothing to do with anything, really except that he's in the right place at the right time. And, I mean, who wouldn't want to be called the guy in charge? Both of these people will now proceed to talk about something that they don't really know anything about. So, uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, he scratches his head. Hmm, gosh, we're just having a pretty pretty reasonable, uh, relaxing time. We're getting a lot of, uh, getting a lot of funding from some other groups, some special interest groups. And, uh, you know, we're just uh, doing some research and experimentation, a little bit of, little bit of R&D. Naturally, anything cool? Well, you know, uh, they're, we're, they're looking for some uh, uh, special parts, mm. you know, uh, parts that don't exist. Yeah, it's always troublesome. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Uh, Honestly, I don't think it's likely that we're going to be able to come up with uh, what they want, but they're paying us by the week. So as long as we keep making something and asking them if that's what they want, he shrugs. Naturally. Uh, these benefactors aren't going to shoot us if we keep doing this, right? Uh, I think the odds of that are pretty low. Uh, we're on 
pretty decent terms right now. And it's not like we're deceiving them. Uh, we're trying to do what they want. We're just uh, being realistic about it, you know. Hmm. And the realistic thing to do is uh, try, but not uh, not get too wrapped up in it. You know, save some of the time and money for things that are more likely to be successful in the future. Yep, yep. Uh, so I'm. I think it'd be important if I finagle myself into this so that I can, you know, if we can get it running smoothly, that'll increase our relationship, you know. Like, well, sure. Uh, so who should I talk to about actually getting myself into that? Um, he said, he says, uh, give me your PDC number. Your PDC number is like a phone number, but it's more than that too. Giving it to someone means that they will know who you really are, essentially. And, uh, that's all well and good if you're doing it to your teammates or your boss or someone that you work with. But if it's somebody that you're, uh, exchanging secret information with, that you don't really want anyone to know about, that is not good. Fortunately, Lights is a smart guy, and he knows not to just give it out to anyone. He just needs to come up with a way to get the information without giving this guy his PDC number. Uh, okay. All right, uh, he texts you some kind of address somewhere, and he says, if you go over here on Thursday, and uh, talk about servos at the door. They will let you in. And maybe you can get started. All right. Uh, nice talking to you. Uh, okay. So since he talked to me on my PDC, I get his name too, right? Yeah. You have his number as well. Cool. Okay. Okay. All right. I think we're good. Uh, I think it's time to skedaddle. Uh, I kind of want to go up that void bot. About the void. Hmm. Uh, what do you want to say to it? Because I'm pretty sure... We want to leave. Uh, maybe. Oh, God. Does it look like it's rearing up? I'm ready to strike someone in the head with that pickaxe. Um, both of the robots are uh, just kind of sitting idle, and the moderator uh, appears to be writing some stuff down hmm. next to them. What's writing down? Oh, uh, you're not sure. You want to go ask him? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you go up and ask him what's shaking. And he says, I'm just making sure these guys are legal and writing down what we did to them so that we can uh, keep them in the club. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Where did you, uh, where'd you get their, their bot brains from? Oh, the club has all kinds of resources. We're hooked up with a lot of other groups. And, uh, you know, everyone here has a job somewhere in the robot industry. So really, it's just a matter of what kind of stuff we can completely legally get our hands on? Hmm. Hmm. Is the uh is the bot online? I, not this isn't a character, but like is the void bot online? Uh yeah, both of them are just just kind of standing, um, waiting around. Normal bot thing to do. Hmm. Just just stand completely still. Maybe look around a little bit. So what, you're just gonna leave them in here? Well, not in here. Uh, this building we only get when we're doing our meetings. We do have a couple of uh, garages rented, of course. You guys are new members, I take it? I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have a couple of, uh, you know, garages where we store all the parts and any bots that the club currently owns. Hmm. Yeah, sounds good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> thinking. I'm thinking, thinking what I'm thinking. <laughs> Breaking to the garage. <laughs> Taking everything. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> 
I think they might suspect us though. <laughs> they get robbed immediately after we join and make ah. a big scene. I think we should only take the void bot. I think I think they might not be too suspicious of that. I say looking at the unknowable antique raging inside the machine. I think it'll be very easily identifiable ah, easily identifiable no matter what we try to hide it. Hmm. Unless you want to like throw it inside your uh, secret cave hole and just—I was just about it. to say you do have an yeah. isolated cave in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. Anybody with a pickaxe that tries to enter. That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> what a horrifying idea. <laughs> uh, and anybody that's not us. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. How are you gonna figure out where this garage is? I, I was—I was considering tailing him, honestly. If either of you is good at shadowing, then you could try doing that. Ooh, you know what my shadowing is? <sighs> my shadowing is bad, but I have a secret. You have a secret? I have a secret. Uh, let me ask a quick question, Goss. Hmm. Ah. Uh, hiding under your skin? No, there's just no way. Hmm. Hmm, let me just... You could always rope in another player who's good at shadowing. You're probably going to need more than two people to break into the garage. I am back. willing to continue this adventure with more than you at this point if we're going to be breaking into the garage. Yeah. So I'm willing to call it here. Mission success. And then... Oh, wait, but we do need to figure out the location of the garage. I think this is time sensitive. Well, I think we can just, like, you know, pause time. You know, Zabla, though. Um, technically, technically speaking, you it would be good if you could do it now. Um, but you could always just wait for the next meeting and then tail this guy back to the garage. I'm down for that. Hmm. Yeah, I guess we could do that. All right. I guess we're done. Meeting adjourned. And so begins The Heist. Tune in next time for The Heist. And as usual, thank you for watching this episode of Paranoia. Fight together, or die a clone.